Cable news, noisy, boring, out of touch. That's why Salem News Channel is different. We keep you in the know. Streaming 24-7 for free. Home to the greatest collection of conservative voices like Dennis Prager, Jay Sekulow, Mike Gallagher, and more. Salem News Channel is unfiltered and unapologetic. Watch anytime, on any screen, at snc.tv and local now, channel 525. It's Arthur Idala on AM 970, The Answer. This is the Arthur Idala Power Hour with quintessential New Yorker attorney Arthur Idala, New York's go-to lawyer. He's here to share his stories from in the courtroom and around the city with interviews from high-profile guests and everyday folks calling in to talk about everything from politics, lifestyle, health and wellness, and more. And now your host, making the case for the city he loves, attorney Arthur Idala. Mick and Keith rocking it out on a Thursday night, 6.05 p.m. New York City. Started off raining, but it's beautiful out right now. Um, you know, I wasn't supposed to be here, but, you know, I, I jumped. I've changed my schedule a little bit because uh, there's some serious topics to discuss. But uh, I just I'm, so I'm in the office. I got uh, Luca with me. My friend Susan is with me. Um, it's, uh, uh, you know, one of those where in the, the, the depths of summer. Um, maybe I, I think we could call these the dog days. Are these the dog days yes. of summer? Yes. Okay. I, uh, that, oh, you heard a very mysterious voice who'll be joining us. Uh, we had a little event today. We said, uh, see you soon to Christina Pesci, who has been, uh, a tremendous piece of our law firm for five years. She's going to take a, I believe the way she's wording it is an indefinite leave. Um, her very, very handsome husband, Mike Pesci who's the former chief judge of the appellate term of Brooklyn, Queens, and Staten Island. They're going to take a little time and just enjoy life. And you know what? I am so supportive of that. Of course, the whole law firm here is freaking out because she is so, so, uh, such a huge part of this law firm. But we love her so much. And um, I, she's going to have a, the best of times. And she can walk in here anytime and pick up a file and just crush it the way um, she's been crushing it for the last five years. And um, so I'm, here's the plan, just so you guys know. I am, I do my best not to, like, brag or pound my chest on this show, but I am going to brag and pound my chest on this show because I have uh, Barry Cammons, Judge Barry Cammons, who is about to join us. Uh, I'll put him up against anybody to talk about these search and seizure issues, considering he writes the book on search and seizure here in the state of New York. Um, so I'm going to do a couple of minutes now with Judge Cammons, and then um, Luca and I are going to disappear, and we're going to go to see um, Hugh Jackman in uh, The Music Man. This is my little special uh, time with my son. Uh, some of you know that I played the role of Harold Hill, the lead uh, in The Music Man in my senior year of Poly Prep, the class of 1985, baby, in the house. Um, and... Uh, so, I, but I, I just asked, so Joni Pelzer, the executive producer of the Author Idola Power. Thank you, Alex. She will be joining us. Uh, she will be joining you when Luca and I have to head off to the theater. You know, 
my recollection is on Thursday nights, Broadway starts at 8, but apparently now it starts at 7. So I want to be there early, as Judge Cameron's told me. Always be there two hours early. That means you're on time. So let's just jump into what happened today. The Attorney General of the United States of America, Merrick Garland, the former candidate uh, nominee, I should say, to be on the Supreme Court of the United States of America, uh, he spoke today. And uh, Judge Cammons, the author of uh, New York Search and Seizure, what did uh, Attorney General uh, Garland say? Well, first, I'm still trying to get over the uh, the idea that you were Harold Hill singing uh, Trouble in River City. Well, that to me, that's listen, that's more important than anything else. I crushed it. Got a standing ovation. We'll anyway, keep going. The, anyway, the AG decided today to give an announced in, in terms of uh, creating a, an aura of uh, transparency that he would uh, move to unseal the, the warrant, not the affidavit. That's important. So explain the difference to the listeners. The affidavit contains very, very sensitive information about the source of the information that gave rise to the probable cause which led the magistrate to sign this warrant. Uh, at this time, that will remain sealed. But what the attorney general wants the public to see, uh, assuming the Trump uh, parties do not move uh, to not oppose the unsealing, uh, what they will see is the warrant itself, which gives the information about the list of property that has been seized. Now, that may be very uh, informative or not. Well, it remains to be seen. But I think the attorney general wants to create this this feeling that he's trying to make the process more transparent. And he also uh, wanted to uh, say very clearly that he thought the actions of the FBI were uh, exemplary and that they should not be criticized. Um, yeah, he went out of his way to, to support his troops, which which is what any good leader does or or should do. Um, Judge Cameron, just, just break down with us, in any case, the different steps to obtain documents uh, or any really any evidence that may be in someone's home or, or under someone's control, from the least intrusive to obviously well, what we saw was the most intrusive. Sure. The least intrusive would be to have a subpoena issued, which what's done in this case, what I've been reading, I certainly don't have any personal knowledge that what I was reading, there's was much deliberation and consultation with the other side, and the subpoena was issued. As a result of the deliberations, the documents were not forthcoming. Uh, apparently the Attorney General decided at some point that a warrant should be issued, which is the most intrusive because it does allow uh, law enforcement to enter someone's home, sometimes without giving any notice, but not in this case, uh, and to enter the home and to search for evidence that is listed in the warrant, which uh, is supported by probable cause. In other words, reason to believe that a crime was committed. What that crime is, we'll find out when the warrant is uh, uh, will, unsealed. Will we be able to see that in the warrant? I know it will be in the affidavit, but in the yes, warrant itself. there should be in information in the warrant to indicate what the crime was, the sections of the uh, U.S. Code, which will indicate what. The, now, it could be the uh, classified documents or the presidential document uh, law, but there should be some indication of what the crime was. So let's just back up for a second. You, you started off with, you know, there could be a subpoena. But before there's even a subpoena, and I'm not talking about necessarily in President Trump's case, but in any case, and cases that you and I have worked on, often, and, and look, I, well, I don't want to say his name. He'll, he'll talk about it on his own show. But I've represented people who have their own shows. And often there's just a, a conversation between the U.S. attorney and the defense attorney. And the, the U.S. attorney will say, listen, I need his his check registry, or I need his journal entry. And we'll say, okay, we'll just turn it over. Absolutely. There's no subpoena. There's no nothing. It's just a general conversation. It's a understanding between attorneys 
that this is what we're going to do. And it's, it's about trust, right? It's, a, it's really about trust. Exactly. And, and, that, and, and if those deliberations and conversations go south and, and you can't get the documents, the next step is to go to, to have a, a subpoena issued for those documents. Uh, that was done. And, and now uh, the subpoena could be two kinds of subpoenas, right? It could be just from the U.S. Attorney's Office, like a grand jury subpoena. Correct. Or they could go to a judge, correct? They get a so-ordered subpoena, correct? That's correct. Now, uh, I'm not clear which type of subpoena was issued here, but nonetheless, whatever subpoena was issued, that did not produce the results the attorney general wanted. But isn't there a a step in between the non-compliance? So obviously they didn't comply with the subpoena, right? Otherwise, they wouldn't be able to go to the judge. But wasn't there a – isn't there a way that they could have gone – law enforcement could have gone to a judge – and said they're not complying with the subpoena? Yes, yes they could have made a motion to compel. Uh, again, I'm not privy to what was done, but I have a feeling that that motion was not made because we would have heard about it. And I, the, I think the next step after not complying with the subpoena was to uh, make a decision to issue this uh, or to apply for this warrant. Okay. And, you know, um, there are, uh, again, it comes down to trust. So there the defendant always knows about this, whoever that is, the target, and they do have the opportunity to destroy things if they wanted to. So uh, hypothetically, if there was this motion to compel, whoever, and, and we don't, we could talk about the president or we could talk about it in any case, it, it, you, have, you could go into a shredder and, or you could throw it in the bottom of the ocean or you could do whatever you want. Clearly, the uh, the attorney general's office did not, the government did not feel that degree of trust that if, they, they kept pushing, they kept pushing, that what they were looking for was still going to be there unless they went in and got it on their own. Exactly. And, and uh, that was the bottom line is they felt uh, that they had to go to a court because all efforts had failed, and this was the last resort that they had. And look, all I'm going to say is they did this to Rudy Giuliani, and I will tell you as, as one of his attorneys, if he called myself or Judge Cammons or, or Bob Costello and just said uh, – you know, we would like, uh, you know, we want we want Mr. Giuliani's iPad and laptop and phone. We would have just given it right over in like in, in 10 minutes. We would we would ask why we wouldn't just give it over without doing our due diligence. But if they said we have X, Y and Z, we would have just done it. Um, I mean, I've done it many times in very high profile cases. We have avoided a search warrant. Whether that is because the Department of Justice trusted my client, whether it is because they trusted me to actually obtain what they were looking for, but that is not so atypical that you just work things out. There's a, there's a trust amongst lawyers in the entire criminal justice system, and if that trust breaks down, the whole system breaks down, and uh, that's why lawyers who have the are considered the creme de la creme, their integrity is is beyond reproach on Tuesday of next week. I'm going to have Ben Brofman on the show for the whole hour. And he's a lawyer whose integrity is beyond reproach. And we're going to talk about that. But here in this particular case, I think as objective as we could be, judge Cowens, looking for documents, we're not looking for kilos of cocaine. We're not looking for kilos of heroin that are, you know, could easily be flushed or whatever. We're not looking for, for, guns and uh, tremendous firearms 
Isn't it a little heavy-handed what kind of took place here under these circumstances? We're not yet clear on what those documents were. Suppose there was a letter, a correspondence with the president of North Korea, and there was information there that was very, very sensitive at, and impacted the security of this country. Perhaps. Well, okay. Well, that I think that would be a reason to if they if they're playing games with that. Yes, that's a reason to go in. But if it's a letter from. Nancy Reagan, hypothetically, before she died to, to the president, to President Trump, wishing him best wishes on his presidency. And that's supposed to be in the archives. I think going into Melania's closet and looking at her uh, private uh, you know, undergarments is a little overboard. I'm not familiar with Melania's undergarments. Well, but, uh, I mean, speak for yourself. <laughs> but I, I can tell you that at some point, law enforcement has to take some action. And if they felt that the only way to get these documents, no matter how uh, benign that you 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 have uh, painted them, uh, at some point they have to take action. Yeah, and and look, before we were as we wrap up, I I've heard through a lot of sources now that the the magistrate judge who apparently is a well-respected magistrate judge who signed the actual warrant is now getting death threats and and that's well, that is outrageous that's that, out of order that i mean is outrageous that's that's, yeah. that's out of order all right judge Cammons, anything else did i leave anything on the no, table no i just would like you to just sing a little bit of harold hill for us well i mean you know 76 trombones <laughs> led the big parade all right maybe some other and time and 110 clarinets <laughs> Right behind. All right. Here we go. This is the hardest song to sing in any Broadway show. Just give a listen. Folks, Joan's taking over. I'm taking off tomorrow to spend the day with Luca. I'll be back hopefully on Monday night. You guys have a great time. And stay tuned. Imran's going to come on to talk about Judge, uh, to talk about Cuomo and Letitia James. Have a great night. See you at the theater. Brains and maturity to score in a bop line game. I say that any boo can take and shove a ball in a pocket. And listening to some big out-of-town Jasper here to tell about horse race gambling. Not a wholesome trotting race, no, but a race where they set down right on the horse. Like to see some stuck-up jockey boy setting on Dan Patch. Make your blood boil, well, I should say. Now, friends, let me tell you what I mean. You got one, two, three, four, five, six pockets in a table. Pockets that mark the difference between a gentleman and a bum with a capital B and that rhymes with P and that stands for pool. Let's talk about our friends at Connors and Sullivan. Do you remember when, you know, you woke up in the morning and you had no aches and pains and you just felt like a, a young teenager? Well, those days are over, folks. Let's face it. When we're healthy, we think we don't need a power of attorney or a healthcare proxy. We think we can worry about that when we're older or we become sick. And you know what? Nothing could be further from the truth. The fact is, if something happens, you might not be able to designate a power of attorney or healthcare proxy. And what happens then? The state or the courts may have to make those decisions for you. Is that what you want? Of course not. It's essential to create a power of attorney and a healthcare proxy as soon as you can when you're healthy. And how do you do that? It's so easy. You just call Connors and Sullivan, attorneys at law. They've been doing this for 40 years. They know what they're doing. They will help you make a plan that protects you best. You'll designate who you want to make decisions for you. So for a free in-person initial consultation with a lawyer, call 718-238-6500, 718-238-6500. Finding great candidates to hire can be like, well, trying to find a needle in a haystack, but not with ZipRecruiter. Its powerful technology actively finds and invites qualified candidates to apply to your job. 
So while other companies might deliver a lot of hay, ZipRecruiter finds you the needle in the haystack. See why four out of five employers who post a job on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash free. This is Kurt Schlichter. When the left said it wanted to transform America, what it really meant was it wanted to ruin everything. From our decaying cities to our best-in-the-world military, whatever the left gets control of, it destroys. But it isn't too late to turn this around. That's why I wrote my latest book called We'll Be Back, The Fall and Rise of America. This book is my road back to American greatness. Read Kurt Schlichter's essential new book, We'll Be Back, The Fall and Rise of America, available wherever books are sold. Listen to us online at am970theanswer.com. Tune in, iHeart, Alexa, or odyssey.com. The Arthur Idala Power Hour is sponsored in part by the good people at Freehold Mitsubishi in Freehold Township, New Jersey. America's been thunderstruck by the all-new 2022 Mitsubishi Outlander. Get high style without the high price, plus an industry-leading 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain limited warranty. Drive one today at Freehold Mitsubishi for the best selection and outstanding customer service. Just a short ride from anywhere in the metro tri-state area. Visit FreeholdMitsubishi.com or call 732-863-2788. I must get out of here or I'll go crazy. Can't take another year at NYU. and dancing to this right now. Well, Arthur Idala is not here anymore. He is on his way to see the Music Man. And for those of you that have been listening, this is the Arthur Idala Power Hour with Joan Pelzer, or Joni, as people that know me call me, like Alex and Matt, who love me and adore me and make fun of me every day. But the song you are listening to is amazing, and it's in the current show that is playing at the AMT Theater I call it the AMT Theater 45 because it's on 45th Street and 9th Avenue. And Arthur will not be at that theater, but he'll be pretty close because we are in the heart of the theater district. And right now on the line, I have my very dear friend, Sharon Osowski. Hi, Sha. Did we lose her? Uh-oh, we're going to call her back. So in the meantime, I'm going to tell you what I'm doing. I'm saying hi to Borzy, who's in the other room, who does a lot of our promos that you hear on the radio. So Arthur's on his way to see the other Harold Hill, which is in The Music Man, Hugh Jackman. And I'm so excited for him and Luca to see that tonight. But for those of you that are not seeing Harold Hill, you could be at the AMT Theater right now seeing Love Quirks tonight. Sharon is there, and we're going to get her back on the line because I'm she— back. You're back. You know why she dropped? She is literally in front of the theater as she texted me earlier. Sharon, what are you doing right now? I'm in front of the theater. I was actually doing a little dance to the song. Were you totally surprised? Um, Yeah, I was loving it. I'm like, oh, yeah. Oh, my God, that's our song, right? (laughs) Actually, somebody called. That's why I had I, I was trying to get rid of them, and I, I got rid of you accidentally. So oh, sorry bummer. about that. How dare they call you when you're on the radio? I know it. 
What nerve. So thank you to Sam Bellino and Alex and Borzi for Borzy pulling here. that, for pulling that clip for us. That was a huge surprise. So thank you so much to them. That is from the amazing show by Al Topper called An Unbalanced Mind, which Sharon and I will be seeing again when it opens up again on Sunday. It's going to be only six more performances, Sharon. I know. I know. Just two more weeks. Three shows a week. They're on Sunday, Monday, and Tuesday at 7 o'clock. It is and they've so been cool. so fun. Well, I am super yeah. excited that you said yes tonight. So originally when we first talked, we were also going to have Tony Sportiello on the show. But Tony is a little under the weather. And so I said, you know what? Sharon and I just need to do this on our own and talk about this amazing new theater. And the reason I asked Sharon to join is because Sharon and I met in 2000. I know you for 22 years. I can't believe it. Oh, my God. You all, you know, all my deepest and darkest secrets. And I sometimes call her Janet, and we have no idea where that came from. We don't know why. I know. I have no idea why. You and Janet. Yes. I'm going to give a little bit of our history, and then I want you to talk a little bit about the theater. So, Janet, Sharon, and I met in 2000 (laughs) at an acting class with Scott Glasgow, our buddy, and we became fast friends and started our own theater company called Liquid Productions. And we met Tony Sportiello when we were doing a show and we folded into Algonquin Theater Productions. And then we've had multiple incarnations. We had a a bunch of different spaces. We produced Sessions the Musical and General managed it together with Al Tapper and Tony Sportiello at Playwrights Horizons, Peter J. Sharp. We then opened at the South Street Seaport. We had a theater. We did the Derek Jeter plays and got ourselves on New York One. And Tony does not like the Yankees. I'll say it in that way. He does not like the Yankees. He's got a few Yankee references that are not so kind. And I'm going to shout out to Rosalind and Al Pelzer, my parents, who are diehard Yankee fans, who will be like, what? What? Because they know. They came to see hey, the Dark Hi, Rosie and Al. <laughs> and hi, Aunt Moody and Uncle Al, because they're listening and they're Yankee fans, too. So we did oh, nice. that. Then we did a, a space. I mean, we've had so many things. Then we did a space on 24th Street called the Algonquin Theater that was gorgeous. And now we have this one. So, Sharon, I'm going to throw it to you, the general manager of the AMT Theater 45. What made you say yes to Tony this time? And what can we expect from AMT Theater? Oh, gosh. Well, he took me completely by surprise. I hadn't had my head in that place, but the more I thought about it, the more I thought, wow, it's, it's just been a long time. In fact, I think it has been for all of us. We have had kind of an hiatus for a couple of years there with the pandemic. So I just thought, well, wouldn't it be fun, you know, to get back into the a theater community, you know, just kind of jumping in. And it's an amazing theater. It's a 99-seat house. It's in the heart of the theater district. In fact, we kind of want to think of it as like a regional theater in the heart of the theater district. Um, it has uh, awesome like neon lights going down on the sides. It's, it's very, very kind of a, a unique and striking looking theater. And we just want to get the community involved. We want the community to feel like this is their theater. This is a place they can come. They can tell us what they think. They can tell us what they want to see. Um, if they're new to the theater, they can come and, and you know, bring a play that they've been wanting to produce or act or direct. It's, it's something for everyone. And we also have a children's program, which starts this coming Monday, two weeks, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, 12 to 4. And there will be like a production at the end of that. 
my son is going to be involved in that. I'm Yay, so Liam! That. <laughs> yeah, shout yeah. out to Liam. My he's he's my like pseudo godson. I love that kid. <laughs> he is. That's for sure. My train yeah, kid. So he's always <laughs> wanted to do it. He's wanted to get involved in theater for a long time, and finally, he's going to have a chance to do that. So it's kind of that kind of thing. We really want the community to feel like this is this is their theater too. I love it, Sharon. This is this is exactly what we've all been talking about since we met Tony 20 years ago. Like when we met Tony because of Greg Skura. Do you remember that whole thing? We met Tony Sportiello. And when Tony Sportiello asks you to do something with him, it's kind of like Arthur Idala. Like Tony and Arthur need to meet because when you get asked by that person, you want to be on their bandwagon. You want to go. You're, it's like the music man. Like you just want to go yeah. and do it. And the funniest yeah, thing is... You want to know the connection here with Tony and Al? Tony doesn't sing, but Tony writes music to, and he writes not music only, but he writes plays and and musicals to show tunes. And Music Man is one of his favorites. So they definitely have to talk. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Tony is is one of those kind of guys you just want to um, just follow him because he's got a great attitude. And he's just a doer. He's just like, okay, let's do it. Let's it's yes and. And, yes, and. And you couldn't find a nicer person to look for. That's how I feel anyway. We I have about we have about four more minutes, and I just want to give a little background. First of all, I want to say your son Liam is one of my favorites. And a little tidbit, Liam is a good singer, and... Liam sang in a church choir, and I remember going to the first time he sang in a church choir. Sharon, do you remember this, where he caught on Aunt Joni? He caught on me, because I'm like the best aunt in the world. I I like to think of myself as the best aunt. I gave myself the best aunt award, and he looked and locked on me and was, like, singing to me, and he was all excited. Do you remember that night in church? Yeah. He was literally, like, jumping up and and down. When he saw your face... He just lit up, and it was like, everything's okay. Aunt Jody's here. Yeah, it was so cute. So, cute. so, he so amazing. for Young People's Chorus, too. He did. He and young I went to see his rehearsal. Yeah. I went to see his rehearsal. It's so darn cute. And you know what? I wanted to just yeah. give a little further background on our theater company, because we've been around for such a long time, and we've won awards in Guadalajara, Mexico. Like, we've won, like, equivalent with our shows that Al and Tony produced in New York, We didn't win awards yet in New York, but eventually we're going to make it to Broadway because we're already near Broadway. I mean, we could just walk there and pretend that we're already there and we'll give ourselves an award. But we've won like the equivalent of like the Tony Award in Guadalajara, Mexico. Right, right. And in fact, we're going to be doing another show um, called, uh, well, they're they're doing a new play reading, which we've been doing. That's another thing, too. This is going to be a lot of play readings, invited play readings where people can come and enjoy either. I've always enjoyed when we just do a reading of a play. You don't know what's going to happen, where it's going to go, and kind of kind of magical that way. Um, so we're going to be doing play readings uh, still with the uh, Guadalajara group. We also have our man from Santiago, a play coming here. Um, oh my gosh, forgive me if I can't think of the playwright's name. Don't worry, don't worry. Awesome we're going. You know what we're going to do? We're going to tell everyone to go to AMT theater.org a-m-t-t-h-e-a-t-e-r.org and i'll post it on social media as well and we will have everyone from the theater back on regularly and arthur will come and see it his mom and dad i'm invited them and they're going to come probably with me on monday 
Oh, awesome. Yep. It's got an awesome cast. I really, I just want to shout them out. Dana Aber, uh, Brian Childers, L.R. Davidson, Josh Pyram, and Michael Riley. And they are... Oh, I wonder who Michael Riley is. Who is that, Sharon? Hmm, who is I don't that? Know. Could that be someone <laughs> that you sleep with? <laughs> you know, it, it just so happens that I do. Um, yeah, that was a total surprise. Uh, Michael was not expecting that. He got a call, and they said, uh, can you come in and just stand in for some lighting cues? It's like, okay, well, I'll come in and do that. That's her husband. <laughs> yeah, that's not just husband. some random guy. <laughs> they threw a script at him, and he just uh, they, they said, here, read this. And he got up there, and... Apparently they liked what they saw, and he's uh, yeah, he's doing a great job. It's Alex. I saw the show that night. It was fantastic, and Michael did an incredible job. He jumps on stage as if he jumped right into the role, you know? Yeah, exactly. It's kind of like kind of who he is a little bit. Somebody said that, in fact. They're like, God, it's like this was written for him. (laughs) It was written for him. It really was, and he's he's like young Al. He really is. Yeah, exactly. He yeah, really he's, is. He's, and Alex he's having so much fun. Alex is going to give us a sports update tomorrow. Maybe Tony will feel better and I could have Tony and him debate baseball. Because they both love yeah. baseball as much as anyone I know. Except and your Tony's son. A Bal- Tony's a Baltimore fan. So we know that. Know All right, how- Sharon, I'm so You're grateful welcome. that you were able to come on with me tonight. And I know you have to head back into the theater for Love Quirk. So I'm going to let you go do that. And Tony. I think you're doing all sorts of other things. I just want to say this is so funny because this is how you and I usually talk with me on the street. This is where we always have our conversations. We always do. And I yell at you and I go, I can't hear you. (laughs) And I whine. (laughs) I love you, my friend. And thank you for coming. And we'll talk to you very soon. We are going to go to a break. And when we come back, I am so grateful. I'm going to have Lauren Conlon giving an entertainment update. Talk to you soon. So, we're having so much fun with Megyn Kelly, but we do have to talk about something that's really important. Your house, the outside of your house, the color of your house, the paint of your house. And last night, I spoke to my friend Joe, and guess what? He listens to this show on a regular basis, and because of listening to this show, he called Susan, and they painted his house with Rhino Shield. They sprayed it on. He said it was three days. They were fantastic. So, do what Joe did. Call Susan at Rhino Shield, where they will spray Spray on the ceramic coating that is 10 times thicker than paint. He told me, Joe told me that yesterday in the mail, he got the warranty, the transferable warranty against peeling, chipping, cracking, mold, or mildew. 25-year warranty. Rhino Shield will increase the resale value of your home. It lowers your energy costs, holding the hot air in in the wintertime and the cool air in in the summertime. And now Susan is offering no payments, no interest financing for one year. That along with the strongest discount yet, 20% all for anyone who requests a free quote by August the 31st. So call today and lock in your 20% discount. Call Susan at 877-744-6608. That's 877-744-6608. Or go to rhinoshieldofnewyork.com. Find Susan and tell her Arthur sent you. 
Do you find yourself stuck in a timeshare? Get the real facts about the timeshare industry and your options for cancellation. Chuck McDowell, founder of Wesley Financial Group, beat the largest timeshare company in federal court and has put together a free information guide that reveals the secrets the timeshare industry doesn't want you to know, including the five ways to get rid of your timeshare. Call now and get this timeshare cancellation guide absolutely free. Call 800-859-6688. That's 800-859-6688. A journey to Israel this November will impact you forever. Join Sebastian Gorka, Dinesh D'Souza, and our trusted travel partner, Inspiration Cruises and Tours, for 10 life-changing days. Register today at StandWithIsraelTour.com. Listen to us online at am970theanswer.com. Tune in, iHeart, Alexa, or odyssey.com. Freehold Mitsubishi in Freehold Township, New Jersey, is proud to be an automotive leader in our area and sponsor of the Arthur Idala Power Hour. Mitsubishi dreamers, designers, and engineers are redefining choices in mobility for a whole new generation of independent, modern, and savvy consumers who want value, like the new redesigned 2022 Mitsubishi Outlander featuring its industry-leading Mitsubishi 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain limited warranty. Visit Freehold Mitsubishi today, freeholdmitsubishi.com, or call 732-863-27. Eight eight. We're back to the Arthur Idala Power Hour with New York City's preeminent trial attorney and quintessential New Yorker, Attorney Arthur Idala. And this is Joan Pelzer sitting in the seat for Arthur. Actually, I'm not even sitting in Arthur's seat because I don't sit in the big chair, the big leather chair. I sit next to it. I feel too little in the big leather chair. So I didn't take Arthur's seat, but I took his microphone. That's for darn sure. And I'm down here. I am on the Arthur Idola Power Hour. This is Joni Pelzer. And I am just going to go right into Lauren Conlon. I have the amazing and gorgeous and super talented and super kind and kind of my neighbor on the Upper East Side, Lauren Conlon. Yes, thank you. That was so nice of you, Joan. Well, you are. All of that and more. Oh, well, I appreciate it so very much. And we just wrapped up with Sharon Osowski. She's the general manager for the new AMT Theater. And that is my theater and my company. And you just said yes to me to come on Tuesday because we're hosting a huge press event. And I'm so grateful that you said yes. And I cannot wait for you to see this amazing kind of state-of-the-art, I'm not going to say state-of-the-art modern, because we don't know mm-hmm. if somebody from, like, that does sound and lights comes in and says, this is not the bro- most brand-newest thing you have, then they'll be like, right. no, this is not state-of-the-art. So I don't want to say those words, but it is the most modern and gorgeous. You are going to be blown away. The whole am, space is black so and white. Excited. It's gorgeous. I'm so excited. I need a pick-me-up. It's been, it's been a rough week in entertainment, Joan, so yeah, I'm ready I, for a pick-me-up. So I have been following you incessantly on social, kind of like stalking you on social media. And you have the best updates. You have Anne Heche. You have uh, Steve Martin. You have so many. So we have about five minutes total. So I want to get to all of it super fast. Okay. Well, so I've been, I've been very on top of the Anne Heche car crash. So in 2020, I had interviewed Anne Heche, um, I think it was for a movie called The Vanish. It was an independent film, and it was the peak of quarantine, so we're all in the house. And, you know, I got off the phone with Anne, and I thought to myself, okay, she was definitely drunk or on something. It just did not feel right. So, you know, right then and there, I, you know, my 
my head just said, you know, I think this woman might have some issues. And if you look Anne's history up, you know, she claims she was molested by her father at six months old. She has four siblings. Three of them have passed away. She's had mental health issues. So um, this crash has been, you know, there's been rumors of suicide, that this is a suicide attempt. It's all just very, very sad. So my heart just goes out to her and out to this, this woman's house that she crashed. just knew that that's completely burned down. But, um, you know, just an update on Anne. She is in the hospital in a coma still. And from a few of my sources in L.A., they're not even sure if she's going to make it. Oh, so my I, gosh. Yeah, I mean, horrible. apparently she's very badly burned. So as you can imagine. Oh, oh my gosh, Lauren, that is so scary. I know. It's so it's so sad. And Well, I do want to know, too, love... you also put a comment yeah. for the for the family that owns the home. So kudos to you for also acknowledging their hardship. Yeah, they, they lost everything. Their house completely burned down. Um, and, you know, luckily nobody was hurt and their pets were, were okay as well. But you know, and, and it actually came out today that the LAPD is going to press felony DUI charges against Anne wow. if she, you know, if she pulls through. So it's it's a pretty messy situation, but I'm definitely praying for her and, and thinking of her. Wow. Ama- oh, gosh. I'm going to say yeah. a prayer, too. I'm going to go light a candle, seriously, for all of them. I know. I know. I, I know she know. has kids, at least one child. She has two. She has two sons, an older son and a younger son. Yeah. Okay. Well, give us some happy news. Is there anything happy? (laughs) I feel so bad. This is so sad. Well, let me tell you on my Lauren Interviews podcast this week, I have Kyle Petty, who is a race car driver. So he is from a family of race car drivers. Um, Richard Petty was his father. He had a son, Adam Petty, who unfortunately passed away in a NASCAR accident. But, you know, Richard's story is incredibly uplifting. Um, he, he wrote this book called, or I'm sorry, Kyle, called Swerve or Die, and it actually came out this week. And it's just very inspiring. He's just such a hardworking guy. So I actually recommend that book for everybody. I read it, and it was great. Fantastic. Very inspiring. Fantastic, Lauren. Yeah. I love that. Good. Good, Joni. I live to please you, girl, okay? <laughs> <laughs> you know, you always have the most interesting updates. You really do. What else is going on oh, that good. we should I'm know glad. about? Oh, gosh. Well, there is some Britney Spears drama that I actually find to be very troubling right now. As Kevin Federline and Britney Spears' own son came out with videos of her appearing to be like they're, she's yelling at her, her son's I Think of it as parenting. They were kind of calling it abuse and saying, this is why we've chosen not to see Britney uh, for the past few months. This is why we didn't go to her wedding to Sam Asari. So it's pretty intense. And, you know, I was, man, I was very surprised that her own kids were vilifying her like that. I was like, you know, I guess you guys don't know what a Southern mom is like, because that's not bad at all. (laughs) All right, Lauren, we are going to have to go to break. But would you do me a favor? Any chance you can give me another another little quick update for five, ten minutes tomorrow? Oh, tomorrow you got it. Awesome. I'd love to get you again because we had to cut you short based on the news. So Lauren Conlin, Millennials Revealed, and Lauren Interviews Podcast, please find her. 
Freehold Mitsubishi in Freehold Township, New Jersey, is proud to be an automotive leader in our area and sponsor of the Arthur Idala Power Hour. Driving ambition for 40 years in the United States, Mitsubishi Motors sees the automotive industry differently. Mitsubishi challenges convention with innovative approaches in the way Mitsubishi engineers and builds their vehicles. Just look at the all-new redesigned 2022 Mitsubishi Outlander, now in stock in all trim levels and all with the flexibility of third-row seating. Visit Freehold Mitsubishi today. FreeholdMitsubishi.com or call 732-863-267. Hi, this is Judge Kamins, a partner at Idala Bertuna and Kamins, and where Arthur Idala of the Arthur Idala Power Hour works at his 24-7 day job. In 2014, I retired from the bench to join ABK, which is a full-service preeminent boutique firm that has been helping New Yorkers when legal problems arise. ABK is uniquely qualified to assist New Yorkers who have a wide range of legal problems, from personal injury claims and civil litigation to criminal defense and trusts and estates. I personally work on appellate matters, attorney disciplinary matters, and complex legal issues with a dedicated group of attorneys who provide a team approach to each case. There is no legal problem too big or small for this talented and hardworking legal team. So when you think of the Idala Power Hour, also keep in mind ABK, the power legal firm. Progressive presents Married to Your Home. I'm disgusting. Oh, House, don't say that. You could live someplace so much better than me. That's not true. Oh, yeah? Look at these uneven stairs. Gross. House, you know I don't care. Ugh, and the squeaky door hinge. I think it's cute. No matter how much you already love your house, you'll love it more knowing you could save big bundling your home and auto with Progressive. Coverage from Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and third-party insurers. Bundle discount not available in all states or situations. ReliefFactor.com. That's where you go to to order or to read about. Read about the effect it's had on people. It's it's a wonder drug. I don't know if drug is the right word but because you don't need a prescription. But it is. It's a wonder drug. It's, it's like a miracle pill because it relieves the vast majority of its users of most or all of their muscle or joint pain. And here's the honest thing that they say that is unique in my opinion among products. If it doesn't work in three weeks, it probably won't work. How's that for a product maker? So you have a three-week price of nineteen ninety-five plus shipping, to be precise. Give it, give it that try. ReliefFactor.com, 800-500-8384. Go to ReliefFactor.com or call 800-4-RELIEF, the number 4-RELIEF, to find out about this offer. Feel the difference. Kevin McCullough is next on AM 970, The Answer. All right, this song, uh, Alex Garrett, it's the other Dallas Power Hour. This song we've been trying to get for Joni for like three weeks now. I've been asking for this. And so here you go. Yeah. But I don't know if what he needed... I'm talking about Governor Cuomo, Andrew Cuomo. I don't know if this is what he needed. So, again, this is the Arthur Idala Power Hour. I am Joan Pelzer in Arthur's seat for this evening. And my very special guest is my very dear friend, the extremely talented attorney, Imran H. Period. I'm sorry, ESQ. Imran, thank you so much for calling in today. 
No, absolutely, Joni. And you can't forget the H because there's so many Imran Ansaris running around this city. Well, I would never forget the H. I know. And I would never forget (laughs) the H. I want to start. I know that we're going to talk about Cuomo, but I want to start one thing off. I need to ask you a question. Sabna and Saba NY. Am I saying that right? Close. Sabni. Sabni. I should know this by now. Of New York. Yep. So you're you're really doing something special on September 13th. And I would love you to tell us what it is. Yeah, no, that is our uh, now the South Asian Bar Association is uh, an association. You know, there's a lot of uh, bar associations in New York, which have an ethnic little slant there. Uh, you know, we, we of course, we heavily support at the firm here, Idala, Platoon and Kamitz, the Colombian lawyers. Uh, but, you know, uh, harkening back to my roots, it's the South Asian Bar Association. So we have our our gala September 13th at uh, Gotham Hall. And I uh, am a director with this bar association, but I have the honor of being the MC. So you can't take me away from a microphone, uh, you know, so I'm going to thoroughly enjoy uh, emceeing the gala. I cannot wait. I'm going to be there with bells on. I remember we went pre-COVID to a gala that you were part of at Gustavino's, and it was super fun. Yeah, no, we, we like, uh, you know, to throw a, a nice party, and we've always had really nice galas, uh, our yearly galas, of course, with COVID that was put on hold. Uh, but now we're back, and we're going to have a great event, this time not at Gustavino's, which is a beautiful space, I must say, but at another great spot, uh, Gotham Hall. Oh, my gosh, I love Gotham Hall just as much as Gustavino's. Well, and you and I always joke. I always say that I'm Indian because my best friend, I met her mother on a train in India in 1997, and she said, you and my daughter are going to be best friends when you get back to New York. And lo and behold, 20-something years later, Ritu is my best friend and always will be. And I absolutely love her. And so I, I have every affinity for the South Asian community. So I'm super excited to support it and to support you. I would love to jump into this Cuomo thing because my Aunt Moody and Uncle Al are listening to the show right now. And my Aunt Moody is related to the Cuomos. Um, Governor Mario Cuomo was her cousin. So she has a a direct connection. And I would love her to hear from a legal mind, one that I truly respect um, from you, Imran. What's going on with this? Why is this happening? And what is he what is happening? What is he doing? Right. So, you know, obviously, Andrew Cuomo is is squaring up and has squared up against Tish James, really saying that, you know, the whole investigation, the allegations, the uh, by the AG's office and Tish James was a politically motivated thing. It was a hit job. That's the sort of narrative from the Cuomo camp. Uh, Now he's filed a lawsuit squarely against Tish James, the AG's office uh, and the state. Um, And and this is really to to compel right legally uh, the state to pick up his defense. So, you know, to put it in simple terms, uh, Andrew Cuomo, he was governor, he was a state employee, uh, and a certain statute. If a state employee is sued, and that lawsuit is relating to uh, the employment or during or allegations during the course of the employment as a state employee. Well, then the state should defend uh, that person against the lawsuit. So what happened here? Andrew Cuomo was sued by a state trooper uh, alleging you know, sexual harassment, misconduct. 
and uh, the AG's office, the state, uh, declined to, to uh, represent him, to cover the legal costs in defending that. So what Cuomo did today, uh, and it's really like one of the first lawsuits you see Cuomo v. James uh, at all, right, um, is, is really looking for the states, you know, pointing fingers at the state, the AG saying, you know, you had to defend me on this because the allegations, although I deny them, uh, happened during the course of me being a governor. So that's really what the lawsuit is about that was filed um, I think today. Oh, wow. And so what do you think is going to happen? What do you think the, the next steps are going to be? Well, I think it's just one of the first sort of legal uh, wranglings that may come through the woodwork with Cuomo uh, against possibly Tish James and the AG's office and uh, the state as as a large right you know for um what he contends to be really a political hit job like i said and and forcing him out of office uh you know there's there's a lot of fingers being pointed at tish james in the ag's office uh as as you know making taking certain actions on a political uh, uh mindset rather than necessarily a legal mindset and i'm just i'm i'm uh, putting out there what people have said right and people have said this from both sides right so now you see uh the whole Trump base and the GOP really saying um, what has occurred with with the AG's office going after Trump, his family and the organization is a politically motivated uh, witch hunt. Right. So um, ironically here you have Cuomo, who was, you know, the face of the New York Democratic Party at one point saying the same thing. And I think you're going to see more legal uh, disputes, uh, you know, from Cuomo um, in the future uh, going forward and, and possibly against uh, the AG's office and Tish James. It's so interesting. And, you know, his I remember and you and I talked about this earlier today when we were together at lunch, the the book deal that he had, he has to give that money back. And I haven't found anything online that said yet whether or not he's gotten the money or given it back yet. And I don't even know where that stands. But that was a five point one million dollar book deal. Yeah. And I remember, you know, I a buddy of mine gave me that book. Uh, as a gift. I think it's somewhere in my office uh, after that. Um, and, you know, we're going to have to see how that plays out, too. That's I mean, that's a sizable chunk of money that he's being ordered to, to pay back there. I think there's going to be a lot of uh, future legal wranglings between uh, the Cuomo camp and others. And, you know, of course, you do have the rumblings there that he still has those political aspirations. And and uh, you may be looking to get back into the world of politics. And that's not unheard of. Uh, you know, that, that, that could possibly happen. Who knows? Uh, down the line, you know, the passage of time sometimes, uh, you know, reveals certain things about what have, has occurred. And uh, who knows? Maybe there'll be a, a Cuomo comeback one day. Well, and, you know, he was very vocal with regards to the Trump raid. Do you think maybe that's why he was vocal? Could that have been like a precursor? Yeah, I think that you you can see sort of someone who has maybe possibly been hit by uh, the same sort of um, actions and maybe is is having some sympathy there with Donald Trump and what he's going through. And I think that the, the fact that Cuomo himself came out with a statement like that, which is you could read between the lines, is somewhat supportive you know, uh, and, and you can infer that he's saying, you know, anything politically motivated like that is, should not happen. Uh, you could really see that there may be something in common he may feel there uh, with Donald Trump.
Well, you know what's interesting, too? We've had people in the past switch parties. Didn't Bloomberg switch parties to run for mayor of New York? So who knows? Maybe he'll end up switching parties, and maybe that's why he's aligning himself. I I think that would be a long shot, Joni. Yeah. You know, uh, really a long shot. I this is my take. I I consider myself a pretty centrist guy, uh, in ter- politically. But I think that the parties have become so polarized that a a a party shift from Cuomo uh, would be something which is uh, probably I'm pretty confident that's not going to happen. What um, you know, but once upon a time, in a situation like this could lead someone like Cuomo. Uh, to cross party lines and switch their party affiliation uh, based on sort of a rejection, if you will, by their own party uh, and maybe more sympathetic ears on the other side. But right now, I I don't know how that would play out because I don't think Cuomo has a lot of fans on the GOP side also. Interesting, interesting. Well, I know you went into depth or will go into depth. You've been doing research on all of this all day long. So tell us what's coming up next, because I know you're going to be doing the show right after this uh, Radio Night Live Legal Night with Kevin McCullough. Yes, you know, we got a great show coming up. Kevin and I, we're going to be touching on all the uh, big legal subjects of the day, right? So you got uh, the topics of, of Trump taking the fifth during his deposition, the raid by uh, on on uh, Trump's Mar-a-Lago um, residence. There's going to be a lot of topics. We got a whole slew of other things that we're going to be talking about, including uh, the Supreme Court hearing after 40 years of precedent uh, affirmative action cases later this year, uh, along with also uh, some other uh, tidbits of information, including what we just talked about, Joni, uh, the Cuomo v. Tish James battle that is going to be unfolding in court. Amazing. Amazing. Well, the last time that I was on the radio with you, you were the guest host. And so we're going to have to get you back some one of these days as a guest host if I don't just keep this seat regularly. Tony, you're doing an awesome job. <laughs> and it's great being on with you. So It's so much fun, Imran. Thank you so much for being my legal eagle tonight. And I really do appreciate you. And I want everyone to know to stay tuned because right after this, Imran, Legal Night, Radio Night Live with the great Kevin McCullough, who was our guest host two weeks ago. So thank you so much, Imran. Thanks for having me, Joni. And you listeners out there, stay tuned. Coming up next. Absolutely. So we are back in the studio, and I get to sit across from the amazing Alex Garrett. It's You've so done funny. a heck of a job tonight, Joni. Thank I'm just saying you. that. And uh, I'm very excited to see the growth of AMT Theater 45, as you now call it. It's which fantastic. Is you got to come to it. But we did bump my friend Sam Bellino. So we're going to definitely have Sam Bellino on tomorrow because I asked Sam Bellino. For those of you who don't know Matt Sam Bellino, Sam Bolin, but we call him Sam Bellino. Those of you who know us know that. He is a DJ as well, a pretty darn good DJ. And he DJs for me in this show all the time, except when he plays the crazy song. But he is going to give us a musical update. I bumped him from today to tomorrow because there was so much legal news, breaking news. And I'm like, ah, how do I fit it all in? We're going to have Lauren Conlon back tomorrow night. I'll give you further updates on the theater. Really quick today, Mom and Dad, this is National Son and Daughter Day. So what did you do for your son and daughter today? Shout out to my brother, who I saw on Monday night when I went with Alex and my B&I group to the Mets game. Today is also National face mask day. Not happy about that. Not wearing a face mask. All right. I am out. It's the Arthur Idala Power Hour. He's at the Music Man, and I am going to go relax and walk Luna Duna, my dog. Bye, everybody.
The preceding program sponsored by Freehold Mitsubishi.